Jack the Rat, coming to you from Seattle, Washington, home of the Supersonics fan base. I'm Josh. Here we go. Today on Attack the Rack, we're going to be going through the first half of the year and giving you a little bit of a breakdown of who did what in the first half. So if you're just catching up with the NBA, switching over from football because your team got knocked out and it's time to start focusing on the real number one sport, a little basketball, uh, this will get you up to speed a little bit what happened in the first half of the year, what you missed, what you didn't, uh, and who to keep an eye out for the playoffs going forward. So I'm going to give a little bit of a breakdown of the playoff picture, as well as everybody's going to give their final picks for the Western Conference, Eastern Conference, the NBA Finals, and who we think is going to be the reigning NBA champion for 2020. Here we go. All right, so in the first half of the year, uh, we, we did a draft, and everybody gets the first 41 games for each team. So it's pretty straightforward. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through each of the five rounds, give you which team that was picked in the first round had the most wins, and which team that was picked in the first round had the fewest wins. We're going to do that for each round and give you an overall standing of where everybody's sitting on their teams, and then we're going to go through the playoff picture. So uh, first up, we had round one. Uh, Eric selected the Bucks with the first overall pick, 35 and six in their first 41 games is the best record out of everybody in the first round. The 76ers, which were the fourth overall pick, had the worst record at 25 and 16. Uh, if you want to talk about who had the best pick, I think you also got to start looking at the Lakers a little bit. 33 and eight compared to 35 and six. But one was drafted first overall and one was drafted sixth overall. Now in round two, the Jazz had the best record which it was a little bit surprising considering how the year started with the Mavericks starting off um, and falling back a little bit throughout the year and the Jazz taking off uh, more recently. However, John Finn drafted the team. He traded it to Derek Severson. So that was Derek's team throughout the first half. They made a little swap of the Pelicans and Mavericks for the Pistons and the Jazz. So Derek got the Pistons and Jazz and who combined for a total of 42 wins in the first half. And John Finn got the Pelicans and Mavericks combined for 41 wins in the first half. So the trade benefited Derek by one win through the first half of the season. But they didn't keep any of those teams, so that's the net total of that trade. And, you know, in the second round, the Warriors were not the team to take, Trev. Uh, that's really hurts you when your second-round team gets you 9-32. and 32. Round 3, uh, an amazing selection by... The one and only Josh Hoover. Yes, thank you very much. The Miami Heat went out and they won 29 games in their first 41. So in 29 and 12. The lowest win totals uh, were both owned by John Finn uh, because of the aforementioned trade with the Pelicans and the T-Wolves coming in tied at 15 and 26 through the first half of the year. In round four... Derek came up big, grabbing the Orlando Magic, uh, 20 and 21 for a fourth round pick, the 20th overall pick. Not too bad. Uh, the lowest record in that round were the Hawks that Eric selected. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks went 9 and 32 in the first half of the year. Then we had round five. Tre Trevor got a good one after second, third, and fourth rounds being pretty rough on him. Uh, with the Warriors and the Nets uh, and the Washington Wizards, 
but he grabbed the Grizzlies in the fifth round, which initially didn't look very good, but man, John Morant is looking like an incredible player, uh, and they went 19 and 22, so pretty good for the 27th overall pick. And the worst overall were the Knicks, drafted by Mr. Derek Severson with the 29th overall pick. So the final standings for the first half of the year, I went 110 and 95 in first place. Brian was 109 and 96, one game behind. We had John Finn coming in with 104 wins, Eric with 103 wins, Derek with 102 wins, and Trevor Peterson with 88 wins. That, the Golden State Warriors getting nine wins in the second uh, round is a little bit rough. So obviously the Grizzlies are one of the big surprises of the year. Uh, the the Magic really weren't maybe haven't been like a big surprise of the year. I think our draft uh, was just a little bit lower on the Magic. Nobody was really excited about taking them. The Heat have had a great year, a little bit of a surprise with how high up the standings they are. The Jazz are coming around, and the Bucks are obviously dominating. Um, and then we have our playoff picture. Right now in the East, we got the Bucks, the Heat, the Raptors, the Celtics, the 76ers, and the Pacers are head and shoulder above everybody else. Uh, the Bucks are at 39 and 6. Uh, they are eight games ahead of second place Miami Heat. The rest of the other five teams there that I just listed are within two and a half games of each other. So it was really bunched up through the top six. Then you got the Orlando Magic at 21 and 23. Uh, hard time believing they're going to fall out of the playoff hunt. And then the, the Brooklyn Nets are currently in the eighth spot with the Detroit Pistons right behind them. Uh, they are two games, well, excuse me, three games behind them. Uh, two less wins and four more losses. But the Pistons look like they're heading for... A rebuild and look like they may be blowing this thing up at the trade deadline, which would really make the next competition for that eighth seed the Chicago Bulls or the Charlotte Hornets. And you know the Hornets would love to find a way to steal their way into the playoffs without Kemba Walker to make it look like they were really smart in what they did. And they, they got some nice stuff going on there. Uh, Devontae Graham obviously is doing a great job this year. Rozier it was also looking like a pretty good idea on that sign and trade as much as people want to say he was overpaid. Sometimes you got to overpay to prevent yourself from doing something really, really stupid like signing Kemba Walker to a five-year Supermax deal, which would have completely hamstrung this franchise and not given the ball to put in the hands of some of these young players to allow them to develop and prove what they can do. Other than that, you don't really have anybody in it. I mean, then you're going down to the Washington Wizards. I mean, it's hard to believe that you can even say the Charlotte Hornets almost have a chance of getting in it when they're 15 and 30. Uh, the Bulls at 16 and 29, you kind of feel the same way about. So I have a feeling it's going to stay how it is with the Magic and the Nets uh, in the Eastern Conference taking up those last two playoff spots. In the West, we got the Los Angeles Lakers on top with 34 and 9. They're four games ahead of a cluster of teams with the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Clippers are right there behind them. Uh, after that, you have the Mavericks and the Rockets. Uh, and sneakily, OKC is trying to get 
up into that tier. Uh, but right now, we would just call that a top six. There's like a top six in each conference that are extremely likely to make the playoffs. Uh, the Thunder are two games behind the Rockets right now. Uh, even with the Rockets going on their little losing streak that they've been on. The Memphis Grizzlies have crawled their way up into that eighth and final playoff spot at a 20 and 23 record. But the San Antonio Spurs are only a half game behind them at 19 and 23. Uh, the Trailblazers... Our next team, they also have 19 wins, but they have 26 losses, uh, 25 losses and 18 wins for the Suns, and the Pelicans are 17 and 27. After that, uh, you're really going down to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and now you're looking at a full five games behind uh, the ace spot. But not only five games, you also would have to beat out five teams uh, close to that distance, and the other four teams right between the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves would also have to get past. I have a hard time believing the San Antonio Spurs do not find their way into the playoffs. So I think you're going to be looking at the Grizzlies and the Spurs flip-flopping and oh, with a final playoff picture of the Lakers, Nuggets, Jazz, Clippers, Mavericks, Rockets, Thunder, and the Spurs. It's going to be a very entertaining final part of the year uh i have heard a lot about it being kind of a quiet trade deadline we already have a few smaller deals i have a hard time believing that we're gonna have a, a quiet trade deadline though i think it's going to be um a lot of little deals a lot of uh, moves around the fringes because there are a lot of teams that could kind of uh jockey themselves up in the mix it's there's not other than the lakers and the bucks they don't really seem to be any teams that are really scaring anybody and when that's the case, I think teams are a little bit more likely to make a move, uh, something even on the fringes. Like I talked about with the Detroit Pistons, they have Derrick Rose who's probably going to get sent out. Even, even somebody like Tony Snell could help uh, sure up the wing rotation uh, as a guy who plays pretty solid defense and shoots high 30s, low 40s from three-point land would be a really nice addition to a team who's a little bit short on playoff caliber wings. So next what we do is we go through and we will each give our picks for who we think will be in the Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals, and then the NBA Finals. Enjoy. Well, who do you guys have as your Western Conference Finals matchup? If you had to pick right now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this down so that we – not actually write it down. Western Conference Finals? Western Conference Finals. Who's your Western Conference Finals pick? LA, LA. Lakers, Clippers. You got Clippers and that Lakers. It all depends, though. Couldn't, couldn't they see? They could see them. Like if it stays where it is, wouldn't they see themselves before see each other before the final? If the Clippers don't get up into the second seed, they're probably not falling to the fifth seed, so they're going to match up before the finals. No, I think it'd be three. Sorry, I can't do it. No. Yeah. So one, three, or one, two. Sorry, no. two and three play each other. So if they're three, they would. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That'd be two or three. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My bad. So they got to pass like Utah, I think. They're tied with yeah. They're tied with Utah right now. Are they above Houston right now? Uh, yeah. They're just above Houston. Look at the board. So yeah, that is that's very very possible. So Finn, you got the Clippers and Lakers. Yeah. What do you think, Trev? Denver, Denver or Utah has to be the two or three seed, right? Because they're the in the Northwest Division. Isn't that how it works? Do they no, do it by division no. winners? One, two, three. And I think it's straight record. I think, I think, but I thought a division winner automatically got bumped if like the two best records were in the same division. 
I don't know though. It's I could be wrong. Three based off of the conference, not the division. Yeah. It's just based on conference. That might have changed the division then. Because I know, like one year, one year Utah had like the seventh best record, but they were the three seed, like the two or three seed. But they might have changed it, which would make sense. I think it used to be that way. I think it did too. Uh, in in the past, if a team was a division champion, they would be seeded no lower than a four seed. But I don't think they do it that uh, way anymore. Starting in twenty sixteen, they restructured it so it's just solely based on record. Oh, okay, that's good. So it should be like that for the whole NBA, not just the Brains division. All right. So does everybody think it's going to be Clippers-Lakers? Is there anybody who thinks it's not going to be the Clippers-Lakers? Oh, Lakers-Denver. Lakers-Denver? Look, look for Michael Porter to make a huge shot. He game. scored 17 points in eight minutes the other night. He should have. He would have yeah. been the number one overall pick if he played in college. He's very, very good in that team. Very good. I, went, I watched him play in high school here in Best Seattle at Nathan Brady. Hale. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable. You know who's the coach that team that year? Leroy. Brandon. Leroy. Oh. It was fun to watch it, dude. They had, they had his brother, also a very talented guy, and then they have this dude that is playing at TJ. TJ right Fuller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a, a, a freak athlete. Freaky Trev, So, Trevor, you got the Clippers-Lakers? Yep. Who you got, Eric? I think it's going to be the LA, LA. No. Greg? Yeah, I think it's, it's all in the state center. This is a riveting con series. All making the same thing. This is great. This is great for the podcast. Yeah. 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 Really <laughs> <love it. laughs> Josh, you got to figure Dallas, right? The way you took them? Oh, yeah. Luca? Luca. Yeah. Dallas is so dangerous. A.K.A. Larry. Well, I mean, I essentially took him as the sixth overall team with Philly, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Bucks all off the board. Um, the, Jazz. the man was the Euro League both regular season and final that they beat when he was 18 years old. Yeah, no, I – Dallas has a, a chance, but the problem is they need to get – if they get into the playoffs with the fifth or sixth seed, they're not going to win two series in a row on the road and then get to the – that's the part that I, I'm skeptical of. they got to finish this thing strong. But it's bunched I think up. There's, there's, there's literally two games between second yeah. and six. So. I think there's a lot this year. There's like the cream of the, of the crop. You have the Lakers. You have the Bucks, yeah. And then there's like so much parity right after that. Like, And I think that obviously the Clippers in, in a matchup with the Lakers, I think it's a pretty solid matchup. The Nuggets, if they don't make a move, I don't believe in them. Jamal and Murray can't be your best perimeter player. I'm sorry. The Jazz, uh, I think, are going to be a really, really solid team. Uh, but they have so many variants. They're probably the highest variance team in here. If it all clicks and it works with Conley and Gobert and Mitchell and they figure it all out, they're going to be incredibly good. But there are a lot of stuff that can go wrong there. They haven't put together their final lineup that's actually going to carry them there. So they still got to do that in the second half of the season. The Clippers... Yeah, they're probably going to make it through. I mean, but I'm not so sold on them because they don't have the size to compete with some of these teams. They got I mean, the heart, though. Yeah. They got Pat Bev, man. Pat Beverly has heart. I mean, he might as well be seven feet tall. Man. Paul George is a complimentary player. He's a superstar level complimentary player, but he's a, like ultimate three D guy. And okay, that's great. He can create a little bit off the dribble. Kawhi's amazing, but. 
most of your best guys, they have problems. Lou Williams and Harrell, you're going to put them in a lineup together and close the game, and that's your big guy protecting the rim, and you can attack Lou Will. score against they're not really. I don't know. Like they're inconsistent. In the playoffs, though, they'll lock people court. down, and they have some great perimeter uh, defenders. But if you don't protect the rim well, it's hard to have a consistent night tonight. So in the playoffs, that's going to do well. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they're man-to-man defense on. The I think I got the Mavericks Lakers. I got the Mavericks Lakers. You talked him in into it. You did it. talk me into it. it. I'm. I'm so. I don't know. I like the Clippers. I'm just not nearly a high, as high on them as everybody else because I think they have some holes in their roster. Uh, they have a lot of good, competent players, but I think they need to make a move. But the way that all the salaries line up, there's not an obvious move, and they have one move left to make because they have one more first-round pick they can trade after that. It's like done. But I'm surprised you didn't mention Houston in your yeah. They're in there with the Jazz and the Nuggets, as far as I'm concerned. They're like that next. If it clicks and everything goes great, they have a better chance, I think, of going and winning a championship than the Nuggets do. What's going on with Eric but Gordon this year? He, not- he's getting back. He's just getting healthy. He's hurt, right? But that's that's what I mean. Him coming off the bench is huge. I love their starting lineup with Westbrook, Harden, P.J. Tucker, Daniel House, and Capella. You just have like a front court of athletic, defensive-minded guys to go with Westbrook and Harden. So I – yeah, I you were including Harden. Yeah, the defensive-minded. Yeah, he, he he likes to watch guys. <laughs> they both can he play can good play defense when they need to. You guys yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. don't do you it very often. Highlight of uh, John Morant and Harden's like literally yeah. backed up into the like middle of the key, daring to shoot a three, and he just mother effed him up the court. That was who, who do you have? Uh, yeah, that was pretty that funny. Was pretty you can't go under a beat. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you thinking, Brian? Who, who, Oh, who, who you got to the Western Conference Finals? Well, now that I was this, I was going to say Lakers and Clippers for sure, but now you got me confused. So That's good. Easy I'm, to do, I'm right? I'm with Lakers and Clippers. I think Lakers, uh, Clippers are going to – so I wanted Clippers before – what your name? Greg. Greg took them, and I believe they're going to come together for the end of the season. Like, they have all – Josh says no, but I, they, got, they got all the pieces, I think. And so even though I'm sad I didn't get them, I have to admit – I think I think Clippers are going to bring it together. Let me ask you. Yeah. Who on the Clippers is going to ha- make sure they like run any sort of offense? It's just going to be one on one, right? Kawhi. Kawhi. He he, he makes sure offense runs. He, he has to do it. He know he can He's win the facility. Yeah. By himself. You're betting on Kawhi. Not by himself. There's so much around him in okay, the, but he's Toronto. Not, he's there. He, he's not there, and then Toronto's exactly where they are now this season. Correct. Yeah. So, Which is a good team. And this is about where Clippers were before. Him, and then they also got Paul George. But they lost a lot. They lost Shea. They lost Gallinari. They, I, I think uh, the score teams. update, we've gone final in New Orleans with the Pelicans. Ooh, ooh. 138 over the Utah Jazz. Brandon Ingram. We won 49 points. Brandon Ingram. Josh, when did our game start? 42nd game. So right now – there are still like ten teams that have like one or two more games to wrap up their forty-one. Okay. There's a small handful of teams that have already played their forty-second game. The top team has to play like forty-four games. So some team, one team's played thirty-nine, one team's played forty-four. Everybody's in between. So the question is, who got that win, John or me? <laughs> I'd, I'd have to pull it up and look at how many how many things. What about the East? What do we? Who do you guys got in the East? Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Against who, though? They got to play somebody. That's Boston. 
That's my pick. Bucks Boston. Trevor says if I call them the Bucks and not Milwaukee, I'm not copying. <laughs> I like Philadelphia because in the playoffs they're just so big, athletic, and they're just going to be miserable to play against when they actually care. I know they have problems with Embiid and Simmons and those guys can't play together in the long term. But in any series, their defense is just going to be so tough for any team to play against. Like their starting lineup and their crunch time lineup, their smallest guy is going to be Jonas Richardson, who has who's six five with a six seven wingspan. That's tough to play. Against. I, I'm assuming you're, they're playing the Bucks. Yeah. So that is that is going to be one of those ones. Do they get up into the second or third seed, though? Because right now they're the sixth seed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're disappointed. But but if they're not in the second or third seed, they're probably going to get it. We're thinking Toronto's got no chance of getting back there. Oh, they got a chance. They're good. Yeah. They need to, the Sixers need to play five or more. Get as many Huskies as you can on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's been, yeah, he's a menace out there defensively. He's been shooting well. Yeah, he gets his hands on everything. The problem, the problem is he's uh, how do you say it's uh, we have a guy like that. You almost have to have your defense adjusted for or built around it a little bit because yeah, you break your core principles of what you're supposed to do. What you're trying to force, and he's gonna try and make a play, and he's more of like a playmaker than just like a I'm gonna force a lot of tough shots. So that's right. great. As he gets older and get better awareness, knowing when to gamble and stuff, that'll lead to more actual productive play that leads to winning versus just some highlights defensively. All right. So, Eric, you got the Bucks against who? Man, I'm not going to say Miami. Well, then I will. I got the Bucks in the heat. So you got the heat? Yeah. Hey, what do you know? I picked uh, one of my teams in. I like it. Each. <laughs> I like it. Get there. You know. No, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take a little bit of a stretch, probably. Say Indiana. You know, they they definitely have the 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 potential. They have depth. Yeah. We get them back in healthy. They got it. I think they're well coached. They play good and ball. No, and no one outside of Milwaukee, I think the next five teams in the East are all kind of pretty close. Yeah. Talent-wise, they don't have it like Philadelphia, but they play better together. All right. Philadelphia will find a way to screw it up. What do you think, Greg? I like Boston. Yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they came out of the East. So is everybody just putting the Bucks in one column and we're all saying what's yeah, in the other column? They're very, very good at this <laughs> Basketball is different from other sports. I was listening to this other podcast in that, like, statistics and your regular season record in football or baseball almost does nothing to predict your performance in the playoffs. Whereas in basketball, unless you're, yeah. unless you're the Astros, I, I, think, I think part of that in football is, is one game, so yeah. there's more variance just because there's one game. Yeah. If you had to play seven games in football against the teams, I think that would come out a little bit more who's actually the yeah. better team, but it's really like. You have a few bad plays. It's one but game. They say it's like statistically insignificant. Like it literally is almost random. Exactly. Yeah. But then in, in baseball, it becomes a different sport too. These are rotation shortened. So it's great you have five good starters, but I have two aces that you can't hit against. 
So they're going to pitch four of the games. So our record might not that be great because I have three crap starters at the end of my rotation, but I have Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson at the top. So good luck once we get into the playoffs. You got to go against those guys over and over with their bloody socks and all. <laughs> Just make sure you don't play at Houston, like I said. <laughs> What'd you say? That's, That's the, the most just sport. The most just sport. <laughs> All right. What do you What do you think, Finn? On the East? Yeah. I'm uh, and I'm one of you know, obviously the Bucks, and then I'm, I'm thinking that kind of on Greg's book or Greg slash Derek, <laughs> uh, his uh, his kick with Boston. They're so solid, and they're just like they got all these, you know, basically max guys that are just you know kind of getting to that point. Um, you know, Jason Tatum, I think, is just like born for that moment, and you know, with Kemba there, it's just like they're just solid across the board. And it seems like everyone's kind of getting getting more healthy as they go. <laughs> That's what I'm running with. Wings with size are good in the playoffs, and I don't know if anybody oh, has sure. a better trio. Just for the record, John, I was the first one to pick Boston, okay? <laughs> Trevor's like, Not that was pick. my pick? <laughs> yes, Not great. And Trevor drafted. <laughs> I guess we got to give Trevor credit for that. But <laughs> the draft, Trevor, was when you draft. I thought you were going to jump down. You I just need so much credit because I was my draft in the first half was so bad. Yeah. All right, Brian, who, who you got going in the East? Uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. Does this affect the outcome of our? No, <laughs> this is really just for fun. <laughs> Unless I do really well, then you lose. <laughs> if this is the tiebreaker, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. All right, then let's hammer through this real quick. Who? What about your guys' final picks? Or am I hearing a lot of Lakers, uh, Bucks? Oh, yeah. Lakers Bucks. Lakers Bucks. Is there anybody that's not picking yeah. the Lakers Bucks? Denver Philly, just just for fun. Give me Denver Philly. Denver. That would be just like such a buzzkill. It really would be. <laughs> it's gonna be like it'd be like if it was Green Bay, Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey, I just want the Titans in the Super Bowl, so people can stop talking about running. Doesn't matter. Nobody wants Titans in the Super Bowl. I want the Titans in the Super Bowl. The NFL doesn't want the Titans. Yeah, I know. So this is just you're gonna, we're going to check and see who is right. Yeah, yeah. It's just okay, I'm going to go um, L.A. Philly. Okay. Lakers Philly. Lakers. Lakers. And everybody else is picking. I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Lakers Boston. Lakers Boston? Yeah, Lakers winning it. LeBron Finals MVP. I think you're doing stupid stuff. And Trevor, you got Lakers Bucks? Lakers Bucks. Eric, same. I'm going to go Clippers. Ooh. And Greg? I like the Clippers. Clippers? Click the Clippers. They proven they can beat the Lakers. And I, I'm taking Dallas Bucks. Where Luca's going to go get himself a chip. Luca's going to go into next year. Everybody's going to say he's the best player in the world because he's going to have his first championship. 
knocking off the Bucks in the finals. Lakers, Clippers, when I'm down there. And I was like, oh, I got to go. And I looked at tickets. Oh, goodness. Well, that's why I'm going to Oklahoma for a So, so <laughs> corner, corner, worst seats in the house, 250, 275. Yeah. Anything, like, remotely decent was 500. To watch a basketball game? Yeah. Mickey, were the Lakers in town when we were down there? What? Were the Lakers in town when we were down there? Who were they playing? All right, Finn, who you, who you got winning the title? Hotel bar. Yeah. Yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Trevor, who's winning the title? I got the Bucks. You got the Bucks. Paul? Philly. Philadelphia. He's going to pull it out, and they're going to silence all the, all the split up Ben and Joel haters. Eric? Uh, Bucks. Bucks. Greg? Clippers. Clippers. The most just sport I've I got. Told. I got, the, I got the, the Mavericks and then Brian. Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> so we got two votes for the Lakers. We got two votes for the Bucks. Then we got the Clippers, the 76ers, and the Mavericks. So we ended up with a little bit, a little difference. In and the those were really expensive, weren't they? Championship pick, so. All right, Brian, we doing a trade? No, sir. No trade. <laughs> no trade. <laughs> yeah, I tried. All right. Yeah. 50 bucks. 50. Josh, we looked at, looked at going to a Lakers game. We're going down to Disneyland next week. You're going where next week? We're going down to – or two weeks, Disneyland. Oh, nice. And we were going to try to go to a Lakers game. and say, I think the, it was the Blazers in town. It was like – 200 bucks a ticket. It's like, easy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it to a couple games. I'm going to a Celtics OKC game in Boston and then uh, going to this game this weekend. But Traveling I for two OKC games. That is so yeah, this, this well, I'm going, well, I'm going to the Sloan Analytics Conference over in Boston in March. Right. And so then that Sunday, yeah, it's uh, – just cause, right? Like, that. I mean, really, no reason no, to. Yeah. But, like, so <laughs> do your yeah. thing, man. That's uh, and then on, and Amy's like, "Okay, perfect, I'll come." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> she's like booking spa day. She's like, "See, it's a lot cheaper than your ticket." I'm like, "Oh, that doesn't mean it's cheap." <laughs> but whatever, we'll have fun. She's like, "Hey, on uh, that Sunday, it'd only be nine miles if we walked this whole. Oh, I don't want to walk nine miles and then go to a basketball game. <laughs> like, they don't have Ubers in Boston. Is that not like a thing?" But all right, well, thanks, Trev. No problemo. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, talk soon.